and welcome to the Ripple Podcast. The podcast where we tell you stories about strange and unusual things. And the ripples they create. AKA the story after the story. I'm Rosa. And I'm Angela. And this is the Ripple Podcast. Get Ripple, the bright new drink with that ring-a-ding flavor, Ripple. Uh, how was your week? Anything exciting? Anything amazing happen? Well... Today, I got a special delivery from Peloton. Oh, it came? It did. After seven long weeks of waiting. That's a long time. Yeah. Because everybody ordered them, huh? Well, yeah, because gyms are closed. Yeah, so it got delivered today. I haven't done a workout on it yet. Does it have assembly or you just go? The people came and set it up and put it in for me. Yeah. Where are you putting it? In the back room. The back room. The guest room. Oh. The, the room that you lived in when your house burned down. Uh, for like three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That room. Oh, Peloton room. Peloton room. I'm soaked. I can't wait to do the Britney Spears workout. There's a Britney Spears Peloton workout? Uh-huh. How does that work? I thought you were just pedaling on a bike. Oh, no. There's a big, huge screen. And you can do like live classes and stuff. Right. But you're still just pedaling, right? Well, yeah, but there's also yoga and cardio, other cardio. You have cardio. to sit on the bike to do yoga? No, no, not at all. You just, you have it, you can do it on your phone. Like, okay, so I'm going to get, because I can have five people on my account. Okay. And I'll put you on my account. So if you use it, if you want to use it. But there's yoga classes, there's walking classes. You need a class for walking. <laughs> Shut up. I don't even work. I'm taking you off my account. <laughs> okay, left foot and right foot. I hate you. <laughs> How the hell was your week? <laughs> it's 8 o'clock. Turn and that my shit timer. off. Oh, my God. Every time. 20 minutes later, it's going to go off again. No, turn it off. Okay, ready? Go. What? Tell me about your fucking week. <laughs> I went out for the first time, like actually went out, not just going to, I think I've been to a restaurant maybe like, I don't know, three or four times since quarantine, but I actually went to downtown Ventura on Saturday night. What did you do? I got really drunk. Why didn't you invite me? Um, I was supposed to meet Monique's (laughs) boyfriend. So he has a great impression of me. I've met him before, but it's always been like super quick because Monique call me next time yeah well she will but yeah. where'd you guys end up we started out at winchester's and which is like obviously winchester's super westerny type bar place where we started off the night with a shot of jameson and a beer and we were actually on the wait list to go to ventiki which okay. is the tiki bar sure so after we had our drinks our little alarm went off we headed over to ventiki normally I feel like I'm a pretty good drinker. Sure, you can hold your own. But since quarantine has happened... Wait, we don't drink as much. I um, don't. Unless, I know a lot of people have been, but I can't work yeah, from I home. Yeah, I read some statistic, like... Where people start drinking at, like, 10? Yeah, like, like since quarantine has come into effect, people have been drunk for, like, an entire week. If you, like, add all the hours up, like, the, the average person Yeah, not drinking. me. 
not me. Mine's been the opposite because I haven't been going out and I right. can't, I don't work from home. Right. Uh, you, nothing's really changed for you except you can't go out. Exactly. Your work schedule is the same. So I had one tiki drink and I was done. Oh, fantastic. I was done. So I guess like in that regard, I'm saving a lot of money. Your total cheap date. Um, but yeah, that, that was fun. But it's nice because of COVID, well, no, not that COVID is anything nice, but because of that, they have shut down all of Main Street and they've moved all of the dining outside. So all these yeah. restaurants can stay open, which is awesome. Right. And then you can take it to go drink and, and stumble and your way down. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I want to, I haven't, I haven't, same thing. I have not been out at all. I went to one restaurant where we dined in. Mm-hmm. Before they got shut down again, we went yeah. to Aloha in Cameroon uh, or Ventura. in Ventura by the by the beach. Oh, I have not been back to Aloha uh, since the stabbing. Since somebody was murdered there. Yeah, actually, it was my first time, and I was thinking about that while I was eating. Yeah, I can't imagine like that you felt okay in the Do situation. Do we need to tell this story? I mean, there's not much to it, and I mean, it was it's a horrible story. There was a husband, a wife, and their kid eating in this it's a fancy restaurant like it's a going out restaurant it's not like I'm just gonna go have lunch it's like I'm gonna have a birthday right and you're probably gonna make reservations right and dress probably not in just jeans I mean like California formal sure which is right it's right on the beach right by the pier it's beautiful it's a beautiful restaurant beautiful beautiful location and there was a man that just wandered in one night and went up to this couple and literally slit the man's throat yeah during dinner and unfortunately the man passed away so yeah someone was totally murdered absolutely in that and restaurant it like it is seriously the thing that horror movies are made out of because if you look at all the statistics and everything everybody always says like oh, okay you're most likely to be killed by somebody if you're going to be killed you're going to be killed by somebody you know that you mm-hmm. have a connection with that and it's not just going to be some random maniac on the street and that's exactly what happened totally it's just a it's random horrible. horrible crazy knife wielding murderer it, and and there is a lot of cameras on the pier and in that area and they did watch that man like you know he was talking to himself and he had a backpack I actually went back and watched those videos oh I didn't even know they were available uh uh-huh and he I mean you don't see him walk into Aloha but you see him like walking that direction it's just crazy craziness yeah so horrible but yeah I did that did cross my mind when we were when Mm -hmm. we were there that's the only place I've been but otherwise, it's a great restaurant. It really is. It's pretty delicious. And it's not their fault that happened. No, not at all. Um, okay, so if you are not already following us on Instagram, we are at RipplePod. On Facebook, we are the Ripple Podcast with Rose and Angela. And then if you want to drop us an email, you can send us one at the Ripple Podcast at gmail.com. Have we? Have you checked our email? I did. I actually did just today. Do we have any emails? Just total junk. Oh, yeah. You guys, send us our, send us some stories. Anything strange and unusual. I mean, if uh, any anything that we've talked about, any ghost stories, any conspiracy theories, any what else have we talked about? I, I mean, Hollywood secrets. Yeah, online romances any... gone wrong. 
Oh, that's a good topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send us all of your Tinder dates that went terrible. And we, we'll read them. We'll do a special listener episode. That would be really fun. Yeah. It can be about anything. Anything strange, unusual. Weird Uber stories. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, I mean, we told our personal ghost stories. Weird things you found in the woods. I found a seal skull. Yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. That was not in the woods. That would be even weirder if you found it in the woods. <laughs> found it on the beach. Yeah, it's a pretty appropriate place to find it. Sure. What's the weirdest thing you found? The weirdest thing I've ever found. <laughs> we found a bunch of syringes. Yeah, I, I come across those, uh, unfortunately, fairly frequently because I work out in kind of rural areas and they show up. But the weirdest thing, this is the very first thing that came to my mind. And this was not out in the woods. This was in my very own apartment when I was in college and I had my apartment in Pomona. uh, I one time found a three foot dildo. Wait, did I give it to you? You put it in my apartment. (laughs) Okay. I was gonna say, wait, how did you forget about that? Well, I wasn't. I didn't know if that's where I brought it. I know I gave it to you. You like you hid it. You didn't tell me. You hid it in my apartment. I think you like put it under in my closet or something because I found it within like a day of you being there. Uh huh. So I thought it was really funny. Uh huh. Yeah, that I guess that is a strange thing you found that I hid. Yeah, I thought it was a funny. It was pretty. I mean, it made its way around. Like it left my apartment and went to somebody else's house and it it got passed around quite and a bit. she's not exaggerating when she says it was like a three foot oh no it was not not was at giant. all an exaggeration no it was mm-hmm. huge and heavy yeah like yeah. if somebody broke in i would have a weapon can you imagine i wish someone would have broken into your house just somebody so you tried could to smack them with that that'd be so great can you imagine like the headlines in the newspaper girl beats intruder with three foot long dong Ugh. If only. Hmm. Funny, funny, funny. All right. Are you ready for me to tell you a story? Um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm so excited about this one. This is not a surprise story to me. No, it's not. We had a listener request for us to talk about the Britney Spears conspiracy. Hashtag free Britney. So tell me what you know. I mean, I'm sure you know a lot because you and I both follow her on On Instagram Instagram. as well as on TikTok. Right. And about, I don't know, maybe three months ago or so, we started sending each other videos of her dancing around. And we thought they were hilarious. We did. We were totally making fun of them. Absolutely. And people like... They would edit them, like the one where she keeps walking up and facing the camera, and then she walks away, and then she faces the camera, and then she walks away. She does, like, a couple hip poses. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And somebody edited that to make it look like she's looking at food in a microwave, and it's like, what my my food (laughs) sees when I'm waiting for the microwave to go off. Oh, should we talk about the drink really quick? So our brother Eric made us a special drink tonight to go with the theme of Britney Spears. And it is grenadine for the pink color, diet Pepsi, because Britney was a Pepsi sponsor? Spokesperson? Yeah, spokesperson. Right? Mm -hmm. Was it Pepsi? It was Pepsi. Okay. And what else? And rum. Yeah, and a lot of it, because I'm already mixing my words up. It's very strong. So I literally have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, different sources i'm not going to read them all i'll post them on our show notes show notes um sounds good but yeah it was a lot 
I mean, and I could have kept going because there's so much information, like so much. So everyone knows who Britney Spears is. So I'm going to give you a little brief history on Britney. And Britney Jean Spears, she was born December 2nd, 1981 in Macomb, Mississippi to her parents, Jamie and Lynn Spears. And she already had an older brother named Brian, spelled with a Y. And he was four years old at the time. I always have to ask how Brian's spell their name. Well, Brittany, too. Yeah, her name there's is... there's like eight different ways to spell freaking Brittany. Right. B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y. But hers is a single T and an mm-hmm. E-Y. But yes, so... When she was eight years old, little Brittany auditioned for the Mickey Mouse Club, but she didn't get the part because she was too young. And then a year later, she appears on Star Search. Do you remember that show nope. at all? I've yeah, no, you're too I've never young for that. So it was kind of like America's Got Talent or the, the X Factor. It was like a like a talent show. Talent show. Sure. Yeah, but it was called Star Search because okay. they're looking for the next star. And she sang in Star Search, and she won in the first round, but she lost in the second. Then in 1993, she's now 11. She auditions again for the Mickey Mouse Club, but this time she is cast. So she makes the cut this time. And she stars alongside good old Justin Timberlake, Carrie Russell. Do you know who Carrie Russell? Nope. I'm um, terrible with celebrities. I really am. Carrie Russell. She was in that show Felicity. Oh, I think. okay. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, but I recognize she, the name. I didn't do. I think she was Felicity. Oh, okay. I didn't do a whole lot of research. I recognize yeah, the name. It sounds very familiar, but I don't know who that is. And then also, you know, Christina Aguilera. Oh, so, they were all in that together. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? I don't even really know what that is. The Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. I don't either. I because we didn't have show. cable. It was a show. But did they, like, introduce other shows? Was it, like, the thing that's between? I don't know. I'm not. I, I mean, obviously, they had to have some talent because they were, were all singers. Act- oh, they, okay, sure. And dancers. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, on, I've never it's, seen the Mickey Mouse yeah, Club. Yeah, I, I don't really we know We didn't have cable growing no. up. Yeah, we're, I didn't. <laughs> that's really funny. I just Yeah, assumed. I mean, everyone knows what it, like, that the words. It's where a lot of child stars got their start, but that's about the extent of my knowledge of the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, so. I don't know. Oh, well. Well, so she gets cast in 93, but just a year later, it's canceled, and she moves back to Louisiana. So her family is still supporting um, and pushing her career, and by 1998, Britney gets signed to Jive Records, and she records her first album, Hit Me, Baby, one more time. Okay, so how old was she? Well, let's do a little bit of math, and you know how oh great I am at oh math. God. She's born in 81. Okay. And this is 98. 98, and she was born in 81. 81. So she was seven, She was 17. Okay. 17. She releases Hit Me Baby one more time. It's a little bit inappropriate, but that's okay. I, well, it's not okay, the, but it like... If you think of the album cover... Oh, no, I take that back. It's, it's very totally innocent. Okay. Oh, I was going the other way because I was thinking of the music video where she's in the schoolgirl outfit. Right. Yeah. That was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a little, a little sexual. A little scandalous. But she's 17. She's almost 18. I mean, it wasn't horrible. But it's almost just not. Yeah. No, I probably not appropriate. Yeah. I mean, she had the little pigtails with the little pom-poms. And the, the tied up white 
Catholic schoolgirl outfit. There's no Catholic school that would allow. You know how many rulers she would get thrown at her by nuns? Hit on her wrists. So, yeah, she recorded that in 98. And then in 99, so now she's 18, Mm -hmm. she goes on tour with her formal former Mickey Mouse Club member Justin Timberlake and his super cool band NSYNC and she actually is the opening act for them makes sense what was your first concert uh Smash Mouth I think did I take you to that I, I think did so. with yeah. Raina and Ryan mm-hmm. that's right at the Ventura Theater yeah that's right I mean that was the first concert where like you actually had to buy a ticket because I went to concerts at the fair yeah those, but those are free concerts yeah so. those don't count I don't think those count my first concert was um bush the head they were the headliners and no doubt was opening oh. so I actually went to the concert to see no doubt I was more of a no doubt fan than bush and at the Santa Barbara Bowl that was my very first concert wow that's a that's a pretty big concert for your very first one yeah it was fun. Super fun. In May of 2000, she recorded the song Oops, I Did It Again album. Or not the song, the album. Oops, I Did It Again. And then in 2001, she performed Slave for You at the MTV Video Music Awards. Do you remember that performance? Oh, yeah. Because um, what's his name was there with the tiger? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Podcast uh, Inception. What was I already heard? Doc Antle. Yes. That's the guy. He's in the background mm-hmm. for that concert. Oh, I mean, yeah. that performance. That's so funny. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. Uh, Beth and I, when we did the rock and roll half marathon in Las Vegas, Brittany was doing her, her, or her stay there in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And we both dressed up as Brittany for that half marathon. I and I that. wore the um, stuffed slave for you outfit Mm -hmm. and I carried a stuffed python for a 13.1 miles and she wore the catholic school girl outfit both of you guys are insane we were absolutely insane I miss doing races then her third album came out which was just titled Britney in 2001 her fourth album in the zone was in 2003 and then a, a year later her fifth album greatest hits my prerogative came out so she's got albums coming out every like two to three, four years max. 99, 2000, 2001, 2003. I mean, she's back to back to back to back albums. There's uh-huh. a, quite a lot of them. And then from 04 to 06, she was married to her backup dancer, Kevin Federline. She had two sons with him. And they also starred in a reality show called Chaotic. I didn't know she was in a reality show. It was just about their marriage. I mean, remember there was the Jessica Simpson one. I can't remember. Newlyweds? I think you're right. Newlyweds. But so there was like kind of a trend of these marriage couples. I'm having reality show. Yeah. I mean, I remember them being in the headlines like all the time. Like everything she did was on the news on well, people didn't flags. like that she married Kevin. She no. thought that he was trashy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he was using her for her money. But then she had two babies with him. And at one point, they took the pictures of one of the sons on her lap while she was driving. Yeah. Remember that? Uh-huh. And, and it, Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. That, I think that was around the same time when it was like a huge deal that people talked about for days when she went into the truck stop bathroom with no shoes on. Yeah. I mean, it's just like little things. Yeah. That just because I mean, she was 
the princess of pop. Yeah, like everyone, she sold headlines is what it was, or she she still does for that matter. But yes, so she was, every little thing she did was looked at, photographed. There's, you know, 50 cars following her Mm -hmm. everywhere she goes. She did also, though, have the L.A. Department of Children and Family Services call and investigate her when her son, um, Sean Preston, he fell out of his high care or high chair. And then she also obviously filed for divorce from Kevin in 2006. In 07, she checked herself into a rehab facility, but she checked out the next day. And then rehab for what? I think just stress overwhelming because okay. they, the divorce was happening. She was just life was chaotic Wait, for her. Was this before or after the umbrella shaved head? So she checks into the rehab facility on February 14th. Oh, OK. She checks out on the 15th. Uh huh. She shaves her head on the 16th. Oh, yeah. And then, obviously, you, you just said it. She attacked the photographers with an umbrella. And there's that famous picture of her with the umbrella in her hand. Her head all shaved. Her mouth open. It's, I mean. She's beating a car yeah, with the umbrella. She's, it's, she's just done. She's just stressed out and overworked. And her marriage is ending. Her kids are being investigated from CPS. It's just her life is a mess at the time. Her divorce becomes final on July 30th in 07. And then by October of 07, she actually loses physical custody of her kids to her ex. That's a pretty severe ruling. Like, that doesn't happen very frequently. Well, especially in California. Yeah. For, well, I don't know. Because typically the judge leans towards the, the mother. mother. Mm-hmm. So what happened? Is that... It's because she was having those breakdowns. Be- okay. It was, so that she was, was used against her. Absolutely. Okay. And for the safety of her children, the judge thought that they would be better off for the time being with their dad. And was there ever any, and I don't really know because I didn't really follow it that closely, but was there ever any um, record of her like drug use or anything like that? Or was it just all chalked up to her being... There is, and I'm going to get into that in a okay. little bit. It's very vague. It's never stated what drugs or, you know, what she was doing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not like like in the Kurt Cobain story, you know, he was a big fan of heroin. We knew that. Yeah. So with Brittany, we, it's not really clear. Okay. So also in October of 2007, her fifth album, Blackout, is released. In January of 2008... Her visitation rights with her boys is suspended because of an encounter with the police. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more, too. I'm just kind of giving like a super fast brief timeline here. Right. But she's committed to the Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center. And she's put on an involuntary psychiatric hold that same month. By early February, she's released from the psych ward. So she was there from, you know, January. So early February. So maybe like 15, 20 days. Um, And she actually gets some of her rights to her boys back. To finish off 2008, she releases her sixth album, Circus. March 2011, 
the album Femme Fatale comes out. So she's just, again. That's insane. That's boom, 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 boom. Album, album, just album. Like cranking them out. Right. And having these, you know, quote unquote breakdowns. So obviously I went super fast. I left out about her whole contract with Pepsi, her breakup with Justin Timberlake, um, that movie she did Crossroads. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. The Big Kiss with Madonna on the MTV Music Awards. Remember she married and then got annulled from that guy Jason Alexander in In Vegas. Vegas Uh It was like a day. Right. Like 55 hours or something like that. There was a time she spoke in a British accent. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's fun. She got wheeled out of her Beverly Hills home on a stretcher. For what? I'll get into that, but it was because of drugs. Oh, shit. Being under the influence of something. She obviously went on numerous world tours. She had multiple TV appearances. She was on Will and Grace. Remember that episode when she played like a closeted lesbian? It was fantastic. No, I'm going to have to look that up. Oh, yeah, it's great. Obviously, she did like a bunch of photo shoots. She launched clothing, lingerie, and perfume lines. Mm. I remember the perfume. Yeah. And she was a judge on The X Factor. Oh. First season. I did not know that. And, and obviously a ton more stuff. But those right. are some of the things that I was just like, boom, boom, boom. I can remember this. Yeah. 2008 is also the same year that her father, Jamie Spears, filed for temporary conservatorship, which became permanent later that year. He claimed that Brittany had early onset dementia. Oh, shit. Even though she was only in her 20s. And I mean, then. It happens. Well, it absolutely. It totally does. I don't think Brittany has onset okay. de- dementia, but whatever. So a conservatorship is a law that allows the guardian to manage the financial affairs as well as the daily life activities of a person who is physically or mentally unable to perform basic tasks on their own. So I would imagine a doctor would have to to decide that and then go before a judge and the judge would have to rule. So it's not just like something you can just say. Right. You can't just get some notary to like sign that off and be good. Right. Totally. Okay. But the whole line about perform basic tasks on their own they can't do that Brittany's doing these world tours and this is just the world tours she is performing stunts like where she's walking through circles of fire oh yeah and she's hanging from like trapeze and falling from the sky and she's jumping off of these giant props and just, you know, coming down to the stage. She's remembering her choreography and her lyrics. Uh-huh. Just think about that. Yeah. That's But true. she, you know, has her daddy because okay, in charge of her life. That's, yeah, that's a really good point. Because when I first heard about this and they're like, well, she still did all these shows for whatever reason. And maybe it's because I've never been to a pop show like that. I'm thinking like, well, yeah. They lip sing most of the time. Like she can go, you know, go on stage and pretend or whatever. Right. But now that you mention that, yeah, her shows are seriously impressive. Impressive. There's fire and flying and stunts. Yeah. They're not just some like, I'm going to sit on a chair with a microphone in front of me and sing. Right. I am going to perform for Uh you. Okay. 
So L.A. attorney Andrew Wallet was brought on as co-conservator to help manage the singer's financial assets. And we're going to talk about Andrew a little bit, too, in a bit. So since then, several concerns have come up regarding this conservatorship. Yes, obviously, we all know that Britney has done some strange things, strange things and at times some dangerous activities. But she has also seemed to be able to continue her career and her life. She headlined 248 shows for her Piece of Me residency in Las Vegas between 2013 and 17, which I'm still pissed that I didn't get to go see because the weekend I was in Vegas for that rock and roll half marathon, uh-huh. she was she was black. Like, she oh. went, yeah, so bummed. Each performance, so each night she worked for that, It brought in $500,000. Jesus. She had no more public meltdowns, no more crazy outlandish behavior. Okay. But there has built, you know, still been some strange behaviors. Her current net worth is $215 million. Wow. And Forbes named Britney as one of the the 10th highest paid woman in music from, or I'm sorry, in 2018 for earning 30 million dollars and that wasn't her first time on the list she actually dropped off in 2019 after she went on her hiatus from from her Las residency Vegas. yeah okay so we're gonna flash forward like quite a bit and this court ordered conservatorship has been continuing for over 12 years now and there's fans and even celebrities that have spoken out about britney's situation there's even like a White House petition that has more than 100,000 signatures on it to free Britney. So this whole free Britney movement is the trending hashtag. It's on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And then when I was writing this, so this is Sunday morning, there were more than 104,000 Instagram posts using that hashtag and 138.6 million views on TikTok videos using it in the I captions. Bet like within the last couple of days, there's been so many more. Yeah, because a lot has happened since uh-huh. just a couple of days. Mm-hmm. It's also like you mentioned before, kind of been one of my conspiracy theory obsessions because you know we send each other all these weird little Britney videos. So here's the theory. It's a little definition, short and sweet here. It says, Brittany's father and lawyer manipulate the control over everything Brittany. She was hospitalized for a psychiatric evaluation, and they feel that she, the, the free Brittany mu- movement people, they feel that she is a prisoner in her own home. She has no rights, and they want her to have her freedom. They have been made claims that she can't leave her home she can't have children she can't vote she can't use a cell phone go shopping have visitors she can't negotiate business opportunities or even buy starbucks without being monitored i don't think she can buy anything nothing nothing her dad can file for restraining orders against anyone that he believes is a threat to his daughter's stability He's the one that hires, like, and fires her bodyguards. Mm-hmm. So the people that are the closest to her, he has the control over. And then any purchase that she does make has to be, like, logged and then presented in, pr- in front of the court system. So 
this has been going on for quite a while, but it kind of picked up speed back in January of 2019 when Brittany announced that she was canceling her second Las Vegas residency domination. And on that residency, she would have made anywhere from $400,000 to $507,000 a show. But she put it on hold because of her, quote, father's health issues. Wait, what were his health issues? Well, he had his colon ruptured in oh. um, November of 2018. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it totally did happen. It did. Yeah. It's like a real thing. Yeah. And she Ouch. apparently was like super stressed out because she was worried about her dad. Okay. So she posted on Instagram, quote, I've been looking forward to this show and seeing all of you this year. So doing this breaks my heart. However, it's important to always put your family first. And that's the, de- the decision I had to make. Well, that I mean, that makes sense. That's Absolutely. That's perfect, legit, perfectly legit. It's not like she needs the money. Not at all. And that also kind of demonstrates that, like, she actually likes her dad. Which is strange because they did have a very strained relationship in the past. Well, I mean. Who didn't? Right. With their parents? Sure. So she says, we're also grateful that he came out of this alive, but he still has a long road ahead of him. I had to make the difficult decision to put my full focus and energy on my family at this time. I hope you all can understand. So this work hiatus that she speaks about didn't have an end date. On January 12th of 2019, she posts like a screenshot of her baby one more time cover, which is that one we were talking about earlier, like the super innocent, like pink background. Where she's like on her knees. Is that the Yeah, one? like her knees are like together. And she kind of has like that strawberry blonde color. With hair. bangs. Yeah. With chunky highlights. Sure. It was the 20th anniversary oh, of that album shit. release. Crazy, right? And then she just totally goes dark until April 3rd. Okay. So she's, you know, not posting on social media for quite a while after posting like multiple times a day. And then she posted an image on that said, fall in love with taking care of yourself, mind, body, and spirit. Hmm. And that's actually when she checked herself, quote unquote, herself, into a mental health facility for a month long stay. And so all of her fans are like, wait. She's doing really well, but she ended this Vegas residency. She doesn't say, like, I'm coming back in a month when my dad is doing better. She hasn't been posting on social media. She's posting these, like, you know, kind of weird fall in love with taking care of yourself Instagram posts. What is going on? So on April 23rd, 2019, 20 days after her self-wellness post, She posted on Instagram a video that said, I just wanted to say hi because things are being said. Um, I have just gotten out of control. Wow. There's rumors, death threats to my family and my team, and just so many things, crazy things have been said. I'm trying to take a moment for myself, but everything that's happening is just making it harder for me. So at the same time, a bunch of this stuff is going on, these kind of, kind of, strange posts Andrew Wallet who was the co-conservator uh-huh he suddenly just stepped down from that position he said that Brittany would quote suffer substantial detriment 
irreparable harm and immediate danger if he didn't step down. Oh, that's creepy. Also, side note, I was about to say it was convenient that his name is Wallet. Isn't that funny? But, I mean, it sounds like maybe he did have her best interest in <laughs> mind. And no. it wasn't just about the Super wallet. Super funny. And then I'm going to talk about another guy in a little while um, who has another funny last name that relates to his profession. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So I, I to- that's funny. You and I are but sisters. That's a, what a weird thing. He's like, I'm done. And, he's, and then, you know he's making bank off oh, of yeah, her. I'm sure. But then to publicly announce it too, like you can just step away and not say anything. But and no one's going to know any better. Right. That's bizarre. So he was actually making $426,000 a year oh, from just that off job. Of her alone? Mm-hmm. And he claimed that he brought up, quote, stability and leadership to Spears' estate. He also said that he kept, quote, the many hundreds of people working with her from giving her drugs, mm. thereby preventing financial ruin. But he's still practicing law. Wait, what do you what do you mean by that? Like he's still a lawyer, like in a courtroom. Okay, but he's not working for the Britney Spears group anymore. Well, yeah, I wouldn't think that he would just retire. Well, I would. With you're making that much money, oh, so I don't there's know. a reason in my mind that to me was a big red flag. Okay, like there's a reason that he not only quit super suddenly but also super publicly like that and some say that it was because of a disagreement that he was having with britney's dad jamie spears over how the conservatorship was being handled well he could also sell that story too if he wants to be like make money off of his story or like he if he wants if he wanted to leave the situation he could also be making a significant amount of money selling his story about, hey, I left for this reason, you know? Totally. So, like, it may he not could. have been the most, like, morally good. Acceptable. <laughs> I'm with you. Words are hard. So we kind of already talked about some of Britney's strange posts. Which one is the first one that comes to mind for you? The most recent one. And I don't know if you want to like talk today's? about. No, well, no, the most recent video, like the one where she's actually talking. OK, go ahead. OK, so Brittany says she which is super exciting. She's like, I've been seeing a lot of questions in my comment section lately, which right. like, hell yeah, she's going to address this because so many people are saying like, what is going on? Are you OK? Do you need help? Right. Send us a sign. And like, uh, you know, tell us what's going on. What can we do to help? All of these people are freaking out about it. And then she goes to answer these so-called questions that she has in her comments. Because everyone's asking her these ones. Everybody's been asking me, what's my favorite Disney movie? Uh-huh. And then it was, what time do I go to bed? Yep. And what was the last one? There was like four or five. And they were all just like, like nobody has ever asked. What's nobody my favorite cares. flower? Yeah. I Now I need to go back. We need to, to play that because... You want me to play it right now? Want me yeah. To pull it up. Pull it okay. up. Uh, uh, so, okay. Let's so see if we can just is. play it on the microphone and you can hear the Hopefully craziness. Hopefully we can hear it. And I'm here to answer all of your questions. So the first main question that you guys have been asking me is what's my favorite Disney movie? My favorite Disney movie is probably Frozen just because I really like the fact that the two sisters, um, their relationship, and then one goes off and lives in a castle just because she can't deal anymore. Um, my favorite movie movie is probably uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, what time do I go to sleep? 
I go to sleep between 11.30 and 12. Um, what's my favorite flower? It's a rose. And how old was I when I got my first car? I was probably 17 years old. And have I ever gotten a speeding ticket? I've had one speeding ticket my whole life. Hi, guys. So a lot of people... Okay, Brittany, no one has asked you any of those questions. No, no one cares. No, no. one cares about any of that. No. Also, no. did you notice how she didn't even finish the first sentence? Well, and did you also notice that she had a total baby voice? Her voice is completely different. Total baby voice. It's really weird. So, obviously, there's people going around and trying to interpret these instagram posts and trying to say like you know saying like oh she's sending us a message in there yeah a lot of people are looking for hidden meanings and hidden messages especially about like the even just that one post the whole frozen comment about the two sisters and one of them goes off to live in a castle and that's what she really likes about the movie frozen right isn't that like the bad thing about the movie Frozen? Right, that the sister ran away. So this one guy on Instagram, he's like, okay, I'm going to interpret this video. And he says, you know, contact sister. Like sister was the code word. Okay. And then security, day off. And Wait, then secure, like the security is going to take a day off? Right. What? Like with the, like Ferris Bueller's day off. Right. But why would security ever take a day off? I, you know what? This is just this one guy's thing. Okay. He says, get away between 1130 and 12. Oh, I didn't get that part. And then entry with Rose's garage code 17. I like, I don't, I don't know where he's reaching, you know, obviously like reaching. Oh yeah, for sure. But this is what people are doing. They are you know, doing super deep dives into her posts and trying to figure out if she's sending these secret messages to Mm -hmm. people. There's the one about her wearing, you know, a yellow shirt and blinking a certain number of times. Which, I mean, that's a great thought and it's a fun conspiracy theory, but she gets like thousands of comments and I bet every single color you could think of was probably thrown on there. Like, wear a black shirt, wear Wear a a pink shirt. shirt. Mm -hmm. And the one... That she wore like you know I right. don't know that seems like a stretch also I wonder if she's even seen any of these comments or right. if it's all censored from her well and I know for a fact that there have been Instagram posts whether she has posted them or someone else has someone has deleted them after they have been posted oh so we'll get into that too okay so there's obviously the ones of her doing you know these weird like fashion shows and then she has always said that she loves to dance. That's like her passion. But she does these strange, unchoreographed dances to various songs. She even posted the video of her dancing when she broke her ankle. Like you can actually see like the moment she she breaks it. There's a bunch of like random Pinteresty like flower. Lots of flowers. Uh-huh. I Lots saw of that. flower. But they're not pictures she has taken. They're yeah. pictures that They're like she stock photos. finds on Pinterest or wherever. Yeah. And then there's always these, you know, quotes or words that she writes. And they're, the spacing is kind of always weird in them. And there's, you know, a whole bunch of exclamation marks or random emojis. There's a lot of those photos, too, where, like, you can tell they took them on one day. She's wearing the same exact outfit, but she's, like, standing in a different area. And she's been posting them for, like, months. It's the same picture with like a slightly different pose. Or filter. 
or it's a different the same filter. picture, but a different filter on it. Yeah. And I, you know what, just for shits and giggles, I should go back and see how many times she wears those damn low rider khaki shorts. Khaki shorts. That's another weird thing. It, and the chokers. Always. Always the, what were they called? Tattoos chokers? Like those plastic stretchy things yeah, that everybody she's had? She's always got like at least one, if not more chokers on at a time, which is super bizarre. So this one time, one of the ones that like stood out to me was the one when she explains to her viewers that she burned her home gym down. Yes. Do you remember that? And it was like so casual. She's like, okay, I, so I, I, I listened to it a million times so I could get the quote correct. And I'll try to do it like Brittany. It goes, hi guys, I'm in my home gym right now. I haven't been here for like six months because I burned my gym down and... <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I had two candles and yeah, uh, one thing led to another and I burned it down. So I'm here and I only have two pieces of equipment left and I'm going to show you guys what I do. And then she goes into this. That was really good. Well, thanks. I practiced. Um, she goes into this video of her, you know, doing her workout with her little head flips like that she does uh-huh. a lot with her hair back and forth, flipping from side to side, which if she's got a chiropractor on call, I bet he is making bank because her neck has got to be hurting from all of that. She's got all that black eyeliner that yes. looks like she sleeps in it. I mean, I know she dances a lot. I know she works out a lot. And she's so sweating. I'm sure she's sweating that black eyeliner off. But holy moly. And like I said before, the chokers. Always, always the chokers. Yeah, it's weird. The the black eyeliner thing is almost like a throwback to like when she was in her heyday. Because mm-hmm. that was like the thing. The whole, the smoky eye, like right. all hours of the day. Like people would have this super dark, this super eye thick eyeliner on the under eye too. And yeah, there's a lot of. Like the 90s. 90s stuff. In that what she's, she's wearing. The low rise jeans, like you said, the low totally. rise shorts. That when she you can always see wears. those pelvic bones sticking out, that was like the thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But so I was reading about her home gym burning, burning down. down. And reps from Britney's say that her gym never really burned down. Really? Yeah. So apparently there was a fire. Okay. So that did happen, and there were candles involved, okay. but it was not nearly as serious as she made it sound. But maybe they needed to, like, do repairs. I mean, I'm sure there was a fire. Like, I'm sure a fire really did happen, and okay. I'm sure it was smoky, and when you have as much money as Britney Spears has, you can probably get your entire, you know, gym remodeled, even if, you know, just like a curtain caught on fire. I don't know. But apparently her reps say that it wasn't nearly as serious as my gym, gym burning down. down. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So we all say that her behavior and her posts are strange. They're bizarre and sometimes even like robotic-like. And people are just searching for that secret message. Like, is she asking for help? What is wrong with Britney Spears? And there's actually a podcast I fall called. There's actually a podcast I found called Britney's Gram, and the hosts examine all of Britney's Instagram posts and they oh. try to make sense. Yes, it's fantastic, That's fun. I need to check that one well, out. It's not current though. They stopped oh. because at the beginning, Do we need to take it over. 
Well, <laughs> seriously. Well, at the beginning, it was all fun and games. Oh, like and then it, was it got just, it, it got too serious. And what is really happening to Brittany? Yeah. So the hosts, Tess Barker and Barbara Gray, they actually allegedly also received a quote anonymous tip from a credible source. And this credible source is apparently a paralegal who used to work with an attorney that is connected to the conservatorship. And he said that Britney is absolutely being controlled by Jamie Spears. And this was a quote from from this person. They don't name him, but it's, you know, a credible source, they say. Uh Okay, because there's a guy on Instagram who's making this claim. Is this the same guy? No. I mean, not Instagram, on TikTok. No, I get into him as well. Okay, yes. Got it. This is someone that hasn't been named, but apparently they did their homework on him. Uh And he actually, you know, did work with the Britney Spears group. What do you call that? Corporation? The attorneys? I don't know. Team of attorneys? I don't yeah, he worked with an attorney that is connected Brit- to the conservatorship. Brittany Incorporated. Right. So this is a quote from him. It says, what is happening is disturbing, to say the least. Basically, Brittany was in rehearsals for Domination, which was the upcoming Las Vegas. Right. Okay. It came to Jamie's attention that Brittany was not taking her medication as prescribed. She was missing a lot of doses and just full on not taking them. So this paralegal goes on to say they got her to the doctor and the doctor said, "Okay, if you don't want these medications, let's get you on a new one. She refused to take the new one. Jamie said, either you take this medication or the show's off and I'm pulling my support and you can't do it. Brittany didn't follow Jamie's instructions, so he was true to his word. He pulled the show. He verbatim said, quote, Blame it on my illness. He even claimed that Brittany did not willingly enter the wellness facility. So Brittany's another person here. It says Brittany's longtime manager, Larry Rudolph. So he's been with Brittany forever. forever. Like, yeah, I've yeah. heard that name. Uh huh. He talks about the cancellation of the domination residency show in Las Vegas. And he says it had to be pulled because, quote, her meds stopped working. And she was distraught over her dad's illness. Interesting. And he said last summer when she wanted to tour, she called me every day. She was excited. She hasn't called me in months. Crickets, he says. She clearly Hmm. doesn't want to perform now. And I don't want her to work again until she's ready physically, mentally, and passionately. If that time never comes again, it will never come again. I have no desire or ability to make her work again. I am only here for her when she wants to work. And if she ever does want to work again, I'm here to tell her it's a good idea or a bad idea. Okay, I'm confused. Okay. Because this paralegal person is saying that she's definitely being like pushed against her will and being t- it's like he's saying it's a bad situation, right? Mm-hmm. But if all of that's true, everything that you just said about her dad saying like, okay, if you're not going to take your medication, you can't perform. Isn't that looking out for her best interest at that point? Isn't that like the complete opposite of just milking her for money? It depends. Does she need that medication? 
How long has she been on that medication? What does a doctor say about that medication? Well, I would think if a doctor prescribed it, it's for... Because at that point, everybody is losing money. Because if her dad is making a ton of money off of her, which is what people claim, then he is sacrificing that income for her well-being. Well, he makes the same amount regardless. How? If they're not performing. Because his, his conservatorship position brings in $160,000. That's not very much. Like, relatively. No, it's really not. I mean, it's a ton. It's, it's like, more than I'll ever make. <laughs> no, I, no, I, but relative to her When you're her consider, comparing yeah. it to, you know, to her million. Yeah, or $500,000 or whatever every performance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, it, like, I would think that if you were super money-hungry, it would you would like want her to keep performing. If she wants to perform, then you just let her perform. Right. And you you don't care whether she's in the best mental state or not. Right. Very so, true. I don't know. Good point. So in May 10th, 2019, Brittany requested to speak to a judge regarding her conservatorship. Okay. She appeared before the judge with her mom, dad, and her court-appointed lawyer. The judge ordered an ex expert evaluation of Brittany's situation and Brittany said that her dad had committed her into that mental facility and forced her to take drugs. The media was not allowed inside this courtroom but photographers were able to take a bunch of pictures of her as she was leaving the courthouse again without shoes on. Like really? Said, in the bathroom. Yeah, in the truck stop That's bathroom. That's so weird. So that shortly- doesn't help her case at all. <laughs> So shortly after this court appearance, Jamie requested to expand the conservatorship, extending it to Florida, Hawaii, and Louisiana. So she, we know that she likes to travel, like, to tropical places. So obviously she goes to Hawaii and Florida frequently. And then, like, her mom and her sister, and I believe her brother? Maybe not her brother. They live in Louisiana. So those are places she visits. So, and I didn't know this, but... Like, he apparently only had control of her when she was in California. That's weird. since he extended it to these other locations, he has control in those locations as well. So, in August, Jamie Spears got into an argument with Brittany and Kevin's son, Sean Preston. How old is he now? Do you know? uh, He was 13 at the time this argument happened. So, I think he's 14. And this happened in Jamie's home. He lives in Thousand Oaks, which we are very familiar with. And this is a quote that says, Mr. Federline alleged the grandfather, Jamie Spears, battered one of his sons on August 24th. Oh. And I believe the 13-year-old. And this is a quote from Sergeant Marta Buggerin. Sure. Yeah. She's a spokesman for a spokeswoman for the Ventura County Sheriff's Office. And according to reports, he, quote, violently shook the 13-year-old Sean after breaking down a bedroom door to reach him. Ooh. The boys were granted a restraining order against their grandfather after this. But when this is happening, Brittany totally took charge of the situation, and she took the boys to a different location. She got him out of the house, get him away from the father. Oh. And up until this incident, Kevin and Brittany shared custody 50 50 of the boys so remember like she lost custody then she yeah. got it back so they had had 50 50 okay custody for quite a while and they were in they 
Kevin's house at the time. No, they, they were, were in um Brittany's. Nope, Jamie's home. Jane. Okay, the dads. Okay. So since this happened, Kevin, you know, he filed restraining orders and um, actually charges were never pressed, pressed against Jamie. But Kevin was awarded 70 percent custody while Brittany now only has 30 percent because she is with her father for so much of the time. How weird. So I've never even heard of that before, but it makes sense. Yeah. Because you hear 50-50, but I've never heard like, oh, 70-30. 70-30. Whatever. So this is also the time that a judge decided that Jamie Spears would retain conservatorship over his daughter's finances. And according to Jamie, it was so he could like kind of take a step back and focus on his health. So Jody Montgomery, she steps up and she becomes Brittany's care manager. And she had only been on the Britney Spears staff for a year. But she is now going to kind of call all the shots for Britney's life choices. Like her main handler. Right. Exactly. So daddy is in charge of the money and Jody is in charge of her life. Creepy. So Britney posted, and this is one of the ones I was talking about that's been since removed, she posted like a black and white meme of this 20s, 1920s era woman, and she just looks super exhausted. And she's sitting in this chair like with her head thrown back and her eyes closed. And the text read, quote, I've put myself in a timeout until I can play nice with others. This may take a while. And then Brittany, like she put her own caption, a while, question mark, question mark. How about a decade with four exclamation points and then two like tongue winky emojis. Uh (laughs) And a lot of people think that this was kind of a jab at the conservatorship. Because it was extended for 10 years? Well, because, you know, she's in a timeout. She's playing nice. Uh-huh. And she had a conservatorship hearing just a few days later. Oh, okay. That makes so sense. So that yeah. was like like totally kind of putting people on, you know, the, the whole Britney Spears is sending us messages. That one's pretty. Like, that's not really much of a hidden message. No, though, but, you know? but it got deleted. Well, if you look at she her. Thought it, I don't know. Well, I guess maybe because she didn't get out of the conservatorship because I think she thought she was going to. Oh, I see. She took the boys to Disneyland just a few days after that. And but then nothing really changed for her. Got it. But Brittany's son, Jaden, he posted on his Instagram talking about her, his grandpa. And he said, quote, he's a pretty big dick. He's pretty fucking gay as shit. He can go die. What a horrible person. I mean, that's pretty brutal. First off, you're Britney Spears' son. Stop using homophobic slurs. I a- almost didn't want to say that word, like in a derogatory sense like that, but I read wow, it as it was. what a yeah. little brat. And the conservative, this is a quote from Larry Rudolph, who's the the manager. He said, the conservatorship is not a jail. It helps Brittany make business decisions and manage her life in ways she can't do on her own right now. I go back to she can do all this other stuff on her own. Uh-huh. But she can't 
agree to a contract on her own? I don't know. It's weird. So in 2019, there are court documents revealed that she spent over $400,000 on living expenses. She also spent $1.1 million on her legal and conservator fees that year. Jeez. She spent 66000 on household supplies. I don't really know what that means. Can't more candles for the gym. But $66,000 is a lot of money. And this cracked me up, this part I loved. She made 80 trips to Target and shopped at Home Depot, Walmart, Bed Bath & Beyond, 7-Eleven, and Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah. She doesn't just spend the money on herself, though. She also spent $173,952 on gifts for her mom. She pays her ex-husband, Kevin, $20,000 a month for child support. Oh, shit. And he's received that ever since they got divorced in 2008. Wow. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Um, and then she's also active in, like, the charity scene. She sold a painting that she created for $10,000 and then huh. donated it to the Vegas Cares Memorial Fund. What does the Britney Spears original look like? I have no idea. She raised a million dollars for the Nevada Childhood Cancer Foundation, and they actually opened a Britney Spears campus back in 2017. And... A bunch of celebrities have kind of jumped on this whole free Britney bandwagon. Um, Miley Cyrus. Okay, so remember Miley's song, Party in the USA? Yes, I remember. Put your hands up. Playing my song. Butterfly, Butterfly flies, flies away. Yeah. And there's the whole part and a Britney song comes on. Uh-huh. Okay, so she performed that in Memphis. And right when she was singing... The Britney song comes on. She yells out to the crowd, free Britney. Oh. And her and Britney go back and forth on Instagram, like like reposting Wait, and really? commenting. Yeah. They're like Instagram besties. Okay. Because I didn't think that Britney followed anybody. And I didn't, like, that's kind of why I had the impression that she didn't even see her post comments. Um, no, she'll, she'll like repost. The, I mean, this is like. A couple years ago now, when she, her and Miley were kind of commenting back and forth to each other. But she'll make comments on Miley's as well. And, you know, Snooki, who's like, you know, Snooki, Paris Hilton and Rose McGowan, they've all spoken out against the Spears' conservatorship. And Rose McGowan, she posted something. um, She posted a picture of... Um, Brittany Murphy and she put a quote that said there's another Brittany on my mind today too one that is alive one that can be saved from the leeches that are controlling and trafficking her free all the Brittany's and all those who get hurt by the trauma of Hollywood values and toxic rules that's so weird so she like, says, oh, go ahead. Why not just post a picture of Britney Spears? Yeah, she's why you gotta make it weird like that? Well, I don't know if her and Brittany um, Murphy were close. I don't know. I don't know what the significance of the Brittany Murphy. I guess because. Maybe it was her anniversary of oh, her maybe. death. maybe. 
possibly that, that would make more sense but to like post a picture of britney murphy and then be like there's another britney right it's very like, bizarre I like mean, read into this so she says britney murphy was a lovely amazing force of nature hollywood did not treat her with the respect she deserved making her feel less than for not being a quote typical beauty and i saw what it did to her it ate her up hollywood kills sometimes slowly sometimes quickly but it kills your soul your mind your self-esteem pressure of perfection it's endless and it twists your mind i'm so sorry you didn't make it britney your talent deserved better your soul deserved better there's another britney blah 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 on my mind um one that can be blah 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 okay so she goes into that and says hashtag free britney hashtag britney murphy a bunch of people talk about Britney Spears' 2004 original doll album that has never been released. And it's a collection of more, like, soulful pop music from Spears. And a lot of people don't really know why it's never been released, and they consider it the lost album. And they piece it together as, like, a story offering. They think that it's offering, like, a rare and revealing look inside britney's mind so did does she write songs or yes. is, oh okay some of them yes some of them no but they think that this is like her album before her like quote unquote fall oh interesting so it'd be i don't know if that's ever going to come out i mean it's got an an album name they they call it the original doll like it's got and it's not just like an album where they decided to put those songs elsewhere. It's like something that just, ne- that's so weird. I know. I had never heard about that before, but on multiple sources, they were talking about it. That's so I don't know how to. people know about it. I don't know what any of the songs are, but it sounds interesting for sure. Yeah, there's definitely some intrigue there. And then this July, and this is what you were talking about earlier. A photographer that used to work closely with Britney, his name is Andrew Gallery. Remember how we talked about Wallet? Wallet, this yeah. This is Gallery. He's a photographer. Oh. He read a letter on TikTok that he says that Spears wrote to, wrote to him about her conservatorship. And according to Andrew, she wrote the letter at the beginning of her conservatorship and then gave him the letter but it was later destroyed by her conservators. But he made a copy of it. Okay, that part alone, like, bothers me. Because I heard about this. Mm-hmm. Like, so he gets this letter. From Brittany. How does the conservatorship get it after he has he? I don't know. Like, did he wave it to them and go, look what I, I don't. That just, it doesn't make sense. And then to also, like, they destroyed it, but he had copies. Like, he knew enough to make copies of it. It's so weird. I don't know. There's something fishy about that. There's, it's super weird. I have seen people that have compared the handwriting, and they do say it's Britney's handwriting. But it's written in the third person. It's just a very, very bizarre letter. And I pulled a couple pieces or little you know, sections from it. And this one I thought was interesting. It said, she was lied to and set up, the letter reads. So her children were taken away and she did spin out of control, which any mother would in those circumstances. And that's kind of what I talked about earlier. So Kevin came to Brittany's house to pick up the boys. 
Brittany grabbed one of the boys. She locked herself in a bathroom. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The police were called. She, they suspected that she was under the influence of some unknown substance. Okay. And she was removed from the home on a gurney. So that's so weird. That's the only time in, I mean, all of those, what I said, 12, 13, 14 different sources that said anything about Brittany using any substance, whether it was alcohol, whether it was heroin, cocaine, I don't know. It said an unknown substance. And you can make the assumption, I'd say fairly easily if you look at her, her videos now, that there's something, I mean, if I, I would guess that she's under the influence of something, but whether that's prescription, exactly. whether that's like, I don't know. Recreation. Who knows? Who knows? And maybe it's not, maybe it's none of the above. Maybe it's a lifetime of stardom and she doesn't know how how to act natural. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, there's something weird going on. So in those letters from Andrew Gallery, she also wrote, Now this year, Brittany has been silenced to speak about anything that's really going on. And this was supposedly written that first year, the conservatorship. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of saying, like, I've been silenced. I have no voice anymore. And it says, the people controlling her life have made $3 million this year. So Gallery said he felt compelled to speak up on account of the hashtag free Britney movement and that he couldn't any earlier because he was under a contract. Right. So maybe that contract expired after 10, 12 years. I don't know. I don't think that's how they work, though. You know, I had to sign a, what are those called? A non-disclosure? Yeah. I had to sign one of those when I was working for a celebrity. I don't know if I can say or not, but whatever. I had to sign one. Yeah. Um... I don't remember it having an end date. I don't it. think they do typically. I think that you're liable. I don't know. Who knows? I have no idea. I don't think they just like, oh, ex- it expired. You can spill you all now. Now you like, can tell all the what? secrets. I don't know. So, okay, this whole free Britney movement. So Lynn Spears, which is mama. Uh-huh. She is very active on Instagram as well. And she had liked a whole bunch of comments on Instagram about the whole Free Britney movement. And then Jamie Lynn, the younger sister. Which which is super confusing, right? I know. The names. Why? Okay, so there's Jamie the dad, there's Lynn the mom, and then there's Jamie Lynn the daughter. Right. Yeah. Is that a thing? Is that like a Southern thing or something? I don't think so. Because how, I mean, okay, what's my name going to be? David Julie like that doesn't make sense there's not a whole lot of names that can work as a first middle name there's a let me tell you teen mom there's (laughs) there's a cast member on teen mom who's R. Kyle Lynn R. Kyle Lynn R. Kyle Lynn like the letter R Kyle Lynn and the dad's name is Kyle and the mom's name is Lynn and it she is our Kyle Lynn. So it's our Kyle Lynn. That's horrible. That poor child. (laughs) She's an adult. Oh, whatever. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's. Yeah, you're right. I don't know if it's a thing or if that's just. uh, Yeah. But anyway, it's. Well, I mean, I guess I did name 
Eden, her middle name is your name and mom's name combined. It's yeah, Juliana. but that's an actual real name that people have. Eden Juliana. Yeah, it's a little Is different. that kind of hillbilly? No. Okay. That's totally different. Whatever. <laughs> I like it. So Jamie Lynn, she actually went on and defended Britney's mental health on Instagram. And she, okay, Halsey, the the artist, yeah. the singer, uh-huh. she posted about the way social media perpetrates the stigma surrounding mental illnesses and she doesn't really call out a name but people suspect that it's kind of like the Kanye West like his breakdown and everything right and she posted quote no jokes right now I've dedicated my career to offering education and insight about bipolar disorder and I'm so disturbed by what I'm seeing personal opinions about someone aside a manic episode isn't a joke if you can't offer understanding or sympathy, offer your silence, which I think is a beautiful statement. Kind of like the whole Bambi. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. And she goes on and she talks about her own bipolar disorder and she just is very open about it. Okay. Can I play devil's advocate really quick? Uh-huh. Nobody knows your diagnosis, you know? Well, yeah, totally, unless you are open about it. Right. So you can't I, – I understand it's a really nice thought and it's a really nice sentiment to say, like, hey, don't um, make this a joke. But at the same time, if you don't know that – like, how are you supposed to take, know that someone has a right, diagnosis? When they're in the public eye, when their entire livelihood is, is being an entertainer and they're putting themselves out there, mm-hmm. like, it's it's kind of – I see what she's saying, but at the same time, people are intentionally attacking a disorder. You know? Does that sound really terrible of me to say? No, because, no, I think you're right. And she never said specifically who she was referring to. Exactly. I think it's just, it's all speculation. It was around the Kanye running for president. Time. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That so makes sense. who knows? I think what she said is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love it. She is open about her bipolar disorder. She's saying, hey, if someone has this disorder, like what you're saying, like if we know they have it, don't talk shit. Just be freaking nice. Don't say anything. So Jamie Lynn screenshot that tweet and then she added her own wording that said if you deal with mental illness or care for someone dealing with mental illness then you know how important it is to respect the situation with privacy for the person and the family trying to protect their loved ones no matter how it may appear to the public and as the public we must learn to do the same so a whole bunch of keyboard warriors of course come on and they say like how about your sister's obvious mental illness why don't you speak out on that so it's not her place it's not her mental illness and she comes back and she says you have no right to assume anything about my sister and i have no right to speak about her health and her personal matters she is a strong badass unstoppable woman and that's the only thing that is obvious which i liked as well because like you said, Jamie Lynn doesn't have, you know, it's not her mental illness. It's her sister's 
if she, if that's what she has. Am I confusing you? No. Okay. Sorry. So, and then I kind of mentioned at the very, very beginning, Brian Spears, who's the big brother. Yeah. He is kind of a lot more quiet when it comes to the public eye. He's not on social media at all, but he was recently interviewed and he made a comment that Brittany does want the conservatorship lifted. And a quote from his interview said, it's very frustrating to have. Whether someone's coming in peace to help or coming in with an attitude, having someone constantly tell you to do something has got to be frustrating. So there's, you know, Lynn Spears, Jamie Lynn Spears, Brian Spears, you know, her family, you know, they all support Britney one way or another. And they seem to have her best interest at mind another thing that brian said is um let's say it does referring to the conservatorship he says let's say it does get let go and she's on her own everyday task stuff is probably a great challenge like driving she's the worst driver in the world i'm not lying i mean bless her heart she really is not a really good driver and she hasn't had to do that So I get that. Okay, so maybe she can't do like some of the simple tasks, but there's a difference between, you know, maybe needing a driver. Yeah, when you have however many millions of dollars she has, she doesn't really ever have to worry about driving herself. Yeah, but I also at the same time, I feel like those two siblings are saying entirely different things. That she does have a problem and then she doesn't have a problem. Yeah, like it sounds like Jamie Lynn is saying... That she's supporting this conservatorship mm-hmm. because, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just taking that. I'm just assuming. But it sounds like she's saying, hey, you know, stop talking about my sister. That's in your business. Right. Is what I took from that. And then her brother is openly saying that she shouldn't have it except for the driving situation, which is like a minor inconvenience. Yeah. it's And that's kind of how I took it as well, is that Brian says like, hey – she doesn't need to be in this anymore. Yeah. Like, let her make some decisions on her own. She's a big girl. I I took it that way as well. So there's a routine, a routine court hearing. It was scheduled to be virtually held because of the whole COVID thing on Wednesday, July 22nd. And Brittany, Jamie, Lynn, not Jamie Lynn, but Jamie and Lynn. Yeah. And um, they were all supposed to attend. However... It was postponed after some people oh. illegally accessed the court's video system. Oh. Because remember, you and I were talking about that. Like, yeah. what the heck? We know this is coming up, but why is no one talking about what happened? Yeah. So they have decided to extend the conservatorship again until at least August 22nd. Oh, that sucks. So in order for the conservatorship to be terminated... Brittany would need to prove that she's able to navigate her life without someone telling her pretty much what to do all the time. So wear some shoes when you show up. And you're good. Um, So judges can sometimes kind of be hesitant to dissolve these kind of arrangements because it's hard to know if that person is truly well enough to take care of themselves. And there's always the fear that that person could get 
taken advantage of financially. Um, they could physically harm themselves or have someone harm them or just even the emotional hurt that may occur once it's lifted. But I would think a medical professional would be making that call. Call, yeah, and then present that whatever evidence or... Yeah, but I would think a medical professional would make that assessment and then present the evaluation to the judge. You, you would know? hope. You would think. Well, I yeah, I would think But this has been to. going on for 12 years. And if she's still not passing evaluations, then she's still not passing evaluations. I would Unless like to know what those evaluations off. are. Yeah. I would I would like to know what they are testing her on. And I don't know why that's never been discussed. So in a more recent Instagram post, Brittany posted something that said, quote, our world is going through such hard times right now. And she's referring to the whole COVID. And she says, whether it's with food or I'm getting your child diapers or whatever it is, DM me and I will help you out. Hashtag do your part challenge. And then she called out some more people. So there was this whole thing going on about the do your part for celebrities to kind of help out. And that to me seemed like one of the most genuine Instagram posts that she's posted for quite a while because she was referring to a current event. Oh, so she actually knew what was going on in the world. Right. Okay. And her sister, Jamie Lynn, is the one that nominated her for that. But when you do your part, is she expected to help somebody with food or diapers or whatever? Right. She's going to send them... And she's able to do that even though she doesn't have control of her finances? Well, I don't know if it ever really happened. Okay. But at least the post happened. I don't know. if Honestly, I should have checked, but I don't even know if the post is still there or if it was deleted. And then I'm going to end with this little bit here. It says, this is a quote from the 2008 MTV documentary for the record about Britney. <laughs> so these people making this documentary, uh, for the record, they followed Britney around and pretty much 24-7. I think it was for, thir- I think it was for 60 days, actually. 30 or 60 days for this documentary. And I watched it and it was super interesting. And their whole thing was like, no question was off limit. They, they asked her all this stuff. So in this 2008 MTV documentary, for the record, Brittany spoke out and she said, quote, even when you go to jail, there is always the time that you know you're going to get out. And then the interviewer kind of asked her, like, so do you feel like you're out of control? And this is back in 2008. And she had her breakdown in 2007. And she says, quote, I think it's too in control. There's no excitement. There's no passion. It's just like Groundhog Day. Oh, that's creepy. That was back in 2008. It has been 12 years. Wow. She has been living Groundhog Day. That's so crazy. And there's so much more. There's so many little side stories about people who are like putting clues together on Instagram posts. There's so, and that picture I showed you earlier today about the panda eyes. Yes, the panda eyes. I mean, that is crazy. I, I didn't go into any of that. There's so, I mean, if you have days 
to spend and go down these rabbit holes wormholes like it's insane how much there is uh, there's so much so much and i'll even know like i was gonna do my little uh, last thought in a shot sort of thing and talk about like one of those little side stories but there's so many i don't even know where to go like there's the whole issue with her boyfriend that whole topic oh my gosh i didn't even mention sam in any of this because it would have taken like four more hours so sam who i think was her trainer Yes. Now boyfriend. He's, um, I think he started First Form, which is that. Um, oh, the supplement company? Uh-huh. Okay. Or he's like a, he's a partner in that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of conspiracy type theories that talk about maybe that he's being paid off. Right. Is he which, a good like, guy I mean, or a bad guy? Do you really guy? need to be paid to, to be Britney Spears' boyfriend? I seriously. wouldn't think so. But uh, yeah, they're, pay me to be her, his, her Seriously, I'll boyfriend. be her boyfriend. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but there's just there's so much to that. There's so much. The one thing that really stood out to me when I first looked at her Instagram is how if you look at any sort of celebrities Instagram, one, a lot of them have managers. So they're not posting things directly. It's going through somebody else who's posting them. Editing them. Exactly. The lighting that. Right. These are like literally pictures that Brittany has her iPhone up and she's taking a picture herself. Right. These are not there's airbrush. No, no, there's no ring light. No. There's no makeup artist. There's no like oh my gosh, there's no makeup our hair no. person. Because her poor little extensions are just falling her, out. And then her chipped fingernail polish. Uh-huh. Or the gap in her teeth. It there's so much. And then like you were saying earlier, the clothing, it looks like it's the same stuff that she had back in the early 2000s. Uh, totally. Like she's wearing the same shorts again and again, these off the shoulder tops that like she continuously wears. Like she hasn't come out of like the early 2000s. Like it's yeah. 2010 and she is dressing like it's 2010. It's like she hasn't purchased anything new. Nothing. It's really weird. It's super bizarre. It's, I mean, there's a lot of weird, and maybe that's her style. Maybe that's what she likes to wear. I don't know. I mean, you have that much money. You think you could get any designer outfit you want. You think that you would be getting all kinds of stuff from. Sent to you. Sent to you constantly. And if, you know what, like, I, I fully believe, like, you know, they were talking about how much money that she spent on her little pets. She has two little dogs. And I, they gave some crazy amount of money that was spent on her dogs to kind of, like, say it was a bad thing. Like, she didn't, like, it was, if she had full control of her finances, she'd spend all this money on her dogs. In my eyes, she's earned that money. If she wants to spend every single dime on those dogs that's her right in my mind yeah but people look at it like it was a bad thing Mm. I don't know the whole thing is weird the whole thing is so bizarre I honestly like I hate to I mean it sounds so bizarre but I almost feel bad for her I do I feel bad for her I totally feel and bad to feel for her. bad for someone that has that much money and that much fame and celebrity is is just weird to say. Oh uh, well, no, because I think there's a lot of celebrities who are, especially somebody who's who started off as a child, and it it probably wasn't really her decision from the the get go. She's never had control of her life. No, ever. Yeah, she. I mean, she has lived 
her entire life has been his been managed for her mm-hmm. from the very beginning right so that is kind of it's very sad it, you can go on tiktok and look at this stuff for hours it's insane and some of it's like ridiculous like it's almost funny how some people are like looking at the the hat picture that you showed me where it's like if you if you put this in slow motion and then you near image it and slow it down it and help yeah no I'm sorry it and sh- then I showed you my phone how I had taken multiple screenshots but come of on that. girlfriend doesn't have a ring light she's not mm-hmm. editing something into her photo that says help like that it's no. not happening no I yeah we'll post some pictures on our Instagram from Brittany's feed that are the more kind of interesting I'm, I want to post that um panda eyes one because that, that one, one just blows my brains that's weird it's super weird yeah so if you have any theories about what's going on with Brittany, shoot us a message on instagram or email us and we'll talk about it i love britney spears she's pretty amazing she's great do you want to pick your theme for next week? Oh, actually i was gonna do my theme that i didn't do however many oh, weeks right. ago yeah, which is survival stories. So we've and done two listener suggestions back to back. Right. And so we're going back now to the basket pole. Yes. And this basket pole is also another listener <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> but it was actually but a it pulled was, one. Yeah, it was actually a pulled one. And then once we released that episode, I got a message recommending a, a survival story, which I've been working on. And I just want to say really quickly, um, Kyle's mom did message us after she listened to that episode that you did about Kyle um, from last week, from last week and just an amazing woman. I just, I, I can't imagine the grief and loss that she has felt over this past year. But um, I just, I don't know. I just feel like I wanted to acknowledge Kyle and his family one more time. Yeah. And we'll keep you updated as we hear any new information. And hopefully they have some sort of resolution or closure or whatever. So anyways, um, until then. Wow. This was an episode. What's your favorite Britney song? Oh, my toxic. I was going to say that too. Yeah, that's my favorite. Talks. I, I could. Um, I, I honestly, I love Britney Spears. Like I said, I, I dressed up like her in a in a run. I think Toxic is a good one. Slave. I'm that a slave was my for second. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Womanizer. I love Womanizer. There's what, a lot of good ones. What's the one that she did with Madonna? Because that was a really good good one too. I don't know. Hey, Britney. Do you know what I always think of is the Britney episode of Glee? I was just thinking that. Oh, my gosh. What is that? Now it's going to bug me because they did that. Well, they did a whole bunch of songs. The whole episode was Britney. No, no, no. They did the Britney and Madonna one. Oh. Hey, Britney. Um, you say you want to lose control. Come on over here. I got something to show you. Sexy lady. Mm-hmm. That's uh, pretty topical right now, too. All the Glee stuff. Which we didn't talk about. Naya. Yeah. What What the hell is that song? I'm looking it up right now. Hey, sorry. 
What's the Britney Spears Madonna song? Mine's faster. Me Against the Music is by Britney Spears featuring Madonna. Yeah, I like Me Against the Music too with Madonna because I'm a huge Madonna fan. I'm not. Oh my gosh. I've seen her twice in concert. Twice. Bugs me. I love her. I've never seen Britney in concert though. If Britney performs again, I will go to her concert 100%. There's concerts again, I will totally go to concerts. (laughs) (laughs) If we ever have a concert again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you finish your drink? No, I'm not going to. Why? Because I just, I don't know. It's like really grenadine heavy. Oh, yours must have had more than mine because mine had a lot of rum in it. Ew. Yours is See like how grenadine heavy red. it is? It's like, yours looks exactly. like a period. Ew. <laughs> My periods don't look like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I don't want to drink it at all. <laughs> all right. So next week, our theme will be survival stories. Yes. And you will be telling me a story. And yes. I'm super excited because I get to take a break. I kid you not. I should have set a timer. I probably spent 10, 15 hours on this story. It's a lot. It was so much. Yeah. Well, good thing we're only doing it once every other week now. Totally. That makes it way nicer. I'm glad to take a break, and I'm super excited to hear your story next week. All right. So until then, don't forget to be a fountain. And not a drain. Bye-bye. Bye.